Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. It's Andre from Mental Health, and I'm here with Sharon Allison from Ashton's Legal and Vanessa Garrity, my Beyond the Room colleague. Um, And Sharon, your work um, over the last 20 years has been looking at representing families in inquests relating to suicide. That's kind of why you're here at this meeting. Tell us a bit about that work. Yes, I've been working for the last 20 years representing um, interested parties, families, um, with regards to um, deaths which arise from suicide and mental health failures. Um, So I've worked sort of locally, nationally, um, and have spent many, many a day in an inquest um, supporting families in a really difficult environment um, and when they're very much at their very lowest ebb. Wow, yeah, that's a... That's a job and a half. What what um, what access do people have to that kind of support? I think um, my experience tells me that it's really very fortuitous. Sometimes they end up with um, the right support. Um, there is no real stream um, and access point that families have to be able to get this information. Um, so often you'll find that families will bumble around in the system and um, if they are fortunate enough, they'll, they'll be able to find somebody that will be able to help them. But often there are a number of families that, that simply don't find it and end up in an inquest process where they have no help. Um, and that is obviously really damaging. So I'm quite interested from a financial point of view. I know there's been lots of cuts around legal around legal aid. So um, assuming that there's an inequity in the system around people being represented, are we saying that there are families who are going to coroners and not being represented legally? And um, are there other places people can go to for support if they're not able to get legal representation? There are... Um there is a, a charity called Inquest where um, lawyers like myself will register um, to help for some pro bono work, mm. but that is of course quite limited. Yeah. Um, legal aid is available for very, very a very small category um, of cases which really relate to Human Rights Act um, failures. Mm. Um, other than that, it is private funding and there are many families that simply cannot afford private lawyer rates to be able to represent them at an inquest that they never saw coming, nor do they want. And um, just speaking as a mental health nurse, and over the years I've supported other mental health nurses who've been through the coroner's process, and I know how traumatic it can be for mental health nurses as well. And one of the things that struck me over the years is the way that it kind of can pitch uh, mental health staff against families where the sort of natural sort of inclination is to reach out to families and support them particularly with people that we might have worked with and supported for years and feel bereaved by um, and feel the loss ourselves but because of the way um, the coroner's uh, inquest system seems to be set up it does seem that it creates a, a situation where you know, clinicians can feel quite on the defence and that inhibits the support that they can provide to families. And I just wondered what your view and experience was on that. Well, I think listening today, it absolutely um, hits home. I think that statistically heard today that one suicide affects, you know, on average 50 people. Um, And and, and it's not lost on anybody in an inquest process that, Mm. that... as well as the families who are are the most obviously um, affected clinicians it will have a 
horrendous impact on them, mm. a personal impact yeah. um, that will could most likely impact on their own mental health. Um, so experienced practitioners, we work together. Um, it is a collaborative process. We are there for fact-finding, mm. and it is not designed at all to be adversarial. Mm. Um, and... W- you know that's why I'm here today um, to try to educate and and to go out there within my legal communities to encourage practitioners that change needs to be afoot not just within um, mental health practitioners, clinicians, etc., but also in the way that we deliver our service and how we support families as well. If people listening to this have lost a loved one through suicide. Um, and are finding it difficult to get the legal support that you're talking about, what can they do? Is there, is there yeah. support available online? Yep. I would say th- uh, places like um, AVMA, for, so Action Versus Medical Accidents, charity-based, um, they're very good organisations to be able to put, you in, put families in touch with um, specialist practitioners that specialise in, in that work that can help them. So there are organisations out there that, that can help. Um, however, um, it, as I say, it, you often do find that it's quite fortuitous that people do end up um, finding the right representation. So um, I, I would say Avma would be a very, very good place to start. Mm-hmm.